When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It was a disaster because it was the same one that, was it, Latifi crashed? And that's what caused the... No. No, you're so... I'm completely... I'm way off. I'm so sorry. Delete that. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Pit Stop Podcast. Woo! Finally, the moment we have been waiting for. We have wanted to release episode one for so long and finally we are here. I'm Jake. I'm Fab. And we're going to be your hosts on this F1 podcast. We had never watched an F1 race five months ago. And now here we are hosting an F1 podcast. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird feeling, but um, it's also exciting. We're very new to the sport, uh, but we do think that we can bring some sort of entertainment level. I mean, we could definitely bring the entertainment. Yeah, maybe not the facts, <laughs> but it's um yeah, we're new to the sport, like Jake just said, and we do know that there's a lot of new fans as well. So yeah, come along with us on this journey. It's going to be really exciting, really fun. And uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, mate, there's so many new fans. Things like Drive to Survive, the end of last season. I truly believe that Formula One is probably in the biggest place it has ever been, media-wise. Do you think it's at the pinnacle? Do you think it's got more people watching now more than ever? 100%, mate. You can just tell, just through watching the F1. I think the F1 have made a conscious effort to like up their game. Yeah, they have with all the graphics, everything on social media. Mm. It's become a proper worldwide sport with everyone posting. You scroll through TikTok, it's just people making videos and all that and all these new fans. And that was one of the main reasons we wanted to do this podcast. We're new F1 fans and we feel like we have a um, good knowledge on it. (sighs) But you'll find out at the end of the podcast how good we really are because we asked you guys questions every F1 fan should know the answer to. And uh, yeah, we, we're going to uh, answer some of them. We're going to uh, try and address those <laughs> to our best ability. But before we do get into that, I think it's um, important to just sort of talk about how we got into doing this. I mean, you just mentioned about Drive to Survive. I would say we, we probably both fell in love with the sport through watching that on Netflix. I truly believe if we had never watched Drive to Survive, I probably would have no interest. Mm. And for me, there's a few reasons cutting it short i never actually liked formula one before we'll we'll talk about more in detail of how 
we found out about all this stuff, but I never even liked cars. I've never even liked cars. But out of nowhere, Drive to Survive, thought it was hilarious. Thought Haas were hilarious. I mean, if someone's getting a wheel I'm wrong twice on a car, that shit is genius. Oh, oh my, oh my God. God. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, so Fab's mic. Technical just, fault. Yeah, what do we do when it's technical fault? Give me two seconds, right, yeah, guys. I'm just going to uh, freestyle while Fab does that. Yeah, dun, so... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so I started watching Drive to Survive. I'd never, ever watched any formula one related stuff before and i just found it hilarious that gunther was like on his phone begging for money off this um guy and out of that i basically became a bit of a Haas fan but then at the same time i don't really like Haas, but i am an arsenal fan so it makes perfect sense support the team that never win anything and don't have any money um yeah, he's fixing it. He's fixing it. We had a bit of an issue in the studio there. That You see in the behind the um, scenes. Oh, oh <laughs> Wow, what a disaster. So, oh, guys, we're God, so sorry about God, this. The wine has gone everywhere. All right, cut. Cut for two seconds. Fuck. Right. Okay, Fab is back. He has managed to stick his mic back on the stand. We're back in action, baby. Sorry about that. <laughs> Slight technical difficulties on episode one. Yeah. yeah, as I was saying, we got into it from Drive to Survive. But interestingly, apparently a lot of people don't like Drive to Survive. They've got to be like the diehard F1 fans, right? <laughs> Who are like, it's all about the driving and, <laughs> and nothing else. I mean, yeah, it's probably, be. probably. But I can see why. Because after watching some stuff on like social media, I've seen that they like have put clips in the wrong places to build almost fake storylines. And apparently they've also built false, like people not liking each other. They haven't actually not liked each other. They just edited it. Like, oh yeah. They edited the beef. But that's here, obviously like. Netflix. They're going to, they're going to, I love it because there's more to a story. I think there's value in a brand when you build it more than just the race. I mean, when you're interested in these people, it's five times more interesting. hundred percent, mate. I think they've just, I think if they do create a bit of a narrative around it, it is more interesting um it doesn't take away from the sport like it, they're still racing cars at the end of the mm. day um but no I, I mean i I speak for myself but also loads of other people it has done wonders yeah i think it's brought over so many new fans and like fab said at the beginning that is the aim of this podcast to reach new fans and old fans we want new fans to come on this journey with us, learn with us, laugh with us, and we want old fans to come over here and think these guys don't have a fucking clue what yeah. they're talking about. <laughs> these guys are two idiots. <laughs> Why are these two people making an F1 podcast? This makes no sense. Well, welcome. You are a perfect audience. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. All two of you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it is funny because just to dive into it quickly, I mean, I know probably a lot of people don't care at the moment, but... um. So you've always sort of done YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I've always been a YouTuber and done social media stuff ever since I was in school. You kind of put YouTube on the back burner, I would say, and, and you got more into like doing transfers, which is a football page that you run. I think YouTube gave me some amazing opportunities really young, but I've always loved business. So when I had the opportunity to build transfers, which is sports and football, it was amazing. Mm. But for me, like it's hard to work in your passion. Like transfers is that I love football, but for me, it's the same as this. Like for us, this is just a bit of fun, right? There's and definitely that's the beauty about this. Yeah. That's what I was going to, that's the exact word I was going to use. There's definitely like a, a beauty in doing something which you maybe not know everything about. 
You can be more loose about it. Oh, you don't mate. have to be I so agree. factual. I want us to get stuff wrong. I want us to learn. I want to engage with the people. Like that's why I love the fact we got these questions for the end of the podcast. Of every yeah. F one fan should know the answer to. I ain't gonna know the fucking answer to any of them. <laughs> like, that's funny. That's funny. And we're hosting an F one podcast. I love that. And Some people may be thinking, why are we call pit stop as well? Do you want to? Give them the backstory of where that's come from and how we got here. Yeah, so Jake has this kind of really crazy ability to like be able to claim names and stuff like that online. And uh, he kind of made it very obvious to me in the beginning that it's very important to have the correct name. So he managed to get a name for a boxing page, which I'm not going to mention because someone might steal it. But he got the name and we were like, that's cool. Let's start a boxing page. But it didn't really feel right. And then what... So we moved in. I'll tell you what it was. When we were planning the boxing one, I think even though we were passionate about it and had plans, it never felt like we really wanted to do it. It would have felt like work, I think. Well, we always wanted to start a business together. It was a business, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then so I moved in with Jake up in London back in October. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just completely out of the blue. Like you just came into my room one morning and was like, mate, we got the name Pit Stop. And I was like, bash, let's just do it. We hit it. And we had 100k in 30 days. Had we already started watching Drive to Survive by then? You would finished it. Yeah. We'd finished it. So we already had the interest in, that's probably why oh, you tried yeah. to claim the name, yeah. So yeah, so we already had started, we, we had already watched Drive to Survive. But we hadn't watched an F1 race. Do you remember? We got pit stop and then I was like, when's the next F1 race? And then it was like the next day. And was we it really? went in there and watched it. Man, the whole, the stars have a line for this. We honestly hadn't watched an F1 race before we moved in together. And as soon as Fab got here, we claimed pit stop and just built an F1 business. And we've been so passionate about it. We've been making graphics about stats and we've actually been doing that one. So Fab can learn Photoshop and two, so we can learn. Like we've been reading Google and reading all these stats and trying to make these graphics about F1 to learn about it. But the whole goal since like once we started growing it is we were like, we want to make video content on this. Mm. That came from us like when we were watching the races and Yuki Sonoda spinning out of the first corner. We were going crazy. like, And that is hilarious, by the way. When I said to you, Yuki Sonoda's going to spin out of the first corner. And in that race, what, what happens? Yeah, I know. Yeah, all unfolds. Yuki Sonoda, first corner. It's mad though, because it seems so long ago now that like we started watching the F1. Like, but at the same time, it seems like all of this has happened so quickly. And there's so much more that we, we want to do, which we will talk about in future episodes. But we are pretty much at the start of this. And yeah, like I've said before, it's a really an exciting time. And uh, we should probably... Oh yeah, just to mention, the new series of Drive to Survive has been announced that it's coming out. When's that? Like 11th of March? 11th of March, 11th yeah. of March, Season unbelievable. Four. It so. is interesting that a lot of people don't like Drive to Survive though. I can't wait to see the response to this podcast. That's another thing we'll say. This is literally a podcast between us and you. Our Instagram is at pitstop. Make sure you follow this podcast. Give it a five-star review. Anything other than a five-star, don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got any feedback, just message us on pitstop. Pit and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. But yeah, this is going to be a fun journey. Yeah, can't we're wait. very, um, sorry. We're very aware that uh, the, the, the F1 community is like very tight-knit. Yeah, so, we want to be in with you guys. We want to be your friends. Yeah, so, you know, if you think we are chatting absolute shite, let us know and we'll try and change <laughs> change what we do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, last season, man. Oh, yeah, let's get into Oh, that. my God. I just want to say straight off the bat, I think we're so lucky to have had the last season that we have had because it was... Absolutely insane. And we didn't even really know what we were watching. That was the best bit about it. We had no idea 
that we were watching the best season of all time. You've got two Oblivious, new F1 mate. fans who have started watching it and we had no idea how close it even was. We, we didn't, and I can honestly truthfully say that, we didn't fall in love with the sport because it was like everyone else was being like, this is the best thing ever, watch it. I didn't get that from anyone else. I actually just, we naturally started watching it and then figured out what was going on. And then by the end of the last race, we were like, holy shit, they're level on points. Well, our, whoever fr- it was. our friends don't watch it. No, no, none of our friends watch it. It's all football for them. Is it, yeah, they're all football or like uh, golf or However, stuff like now that. we've started doing this. Everyone's slowly showing a little bit of interest, yeah, aren't they? They're Jake slowly Smith. getting into the conversations. And what did what he call him? Nico Ricardo. Nico Ricardo, <laughs> yeah. Like, Go on, Jake. Uh, name an uh, F1 driver. Mm, Nico. Nico Ricardo. <laughs> I'd actually love to get some of our friends. That's actually an amazing idea is yeah, to get should. a few of our friends on as guests because they, I mean, we don't know much, well, we but they haven't useless, got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be genius. Honestly, I'm learning something new every day, especially with all these liveries coming out. Everyone online's like picking out all these little things saying how, how their cars are like different lengths and the wheels are at different points. I'm honestly just looking at it going, that's a fucking nice colour. Well, we did think that like every... <laughs> We thought that every car was the same, didn't we? I thought every car was the same. This is another conversation me and Fab have. We said, how much percent do you think the car has? For example, is the car like 90% and the driver's 10%? So what's the best way to describe what I'm trying to say? How important is the car? Yeah. Or how, so, what's the playing field level? So the thing that we were talking about the other day was like, if you put Mazepin in a Mercedes car, what would happen? <laughs> And I'm pretty sure I said he'd still come 19, <laughs> which is better than 20th. You I truly admit. believe you put Mazepin in that Mercedes and Mazepin would come 7th. Really? In the points, yeah? I don't know, actually, because oh. I don't think the car is sounds like you've. It sounds like you've got a bit of a thing for Mazepin. Mate, I... I <laughs> well, you wait till my predictions. We're doing season <laughs> predictions at the end. Um, Can't wait for that. No, I think the car is very important, but I think there's got to be, like, there's limits, right? So there's got to be a level playing field with it. Obviously, some cars have more money and they have better teams and they're going to have better stuff on the car. But I reckon it is like 90% driver, 10% car. Really? Because... That's very debatable. Because I, I don't feel like the cars can really be that different. There'll be the minor differences. You've got to think, they're only... The good people on the track are like lapping. But everyone else on the field is probably like two, three... Do you know what? People listen. People listen to this guy. This guy's fucking sucks. I'm just sitting there watching even you watch thinking, the race. My head's going around. Waffle, 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 waffle. People waffle, on the track have got two, three seconds apart. And then I'm thinking, no, they haven't. There's like 18 seconds between cars. And then I'm like, for fuck's sake, I've just blown it. I no, think for, I, yeah. for that, you have to look more at the qualifying, I guess. Well, let's compare it Max and Hamilton. You put Max in Hamilton's car last season. Does Max still win the championship in that Mercedes? Yeah, 100%. Only because I know that, like, uh, I saw an amazing clip on YouTube, yeah? So, like, when you watch Formula One, it's all shot at ground level with Mm. cameras, essentially, like, nice cameras. But when you actually watch it from, like, someone taking a a film on their phone from the grandstand or the bandstand, whatever you call it. You can see how downforce. You you can just see how fast they are. And, like, there was, it's a certain track where there's, like, a high-speed corner. And you saw, like... Oh, yeah, that must be Monaco. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. I think it was Brands Hatch. Is <laughs> um, that, no, that even s- an F1 track? Not an F1 track. No. <laughs> <laughs> the 
We haven't got a clue. Who's going? Hang on a minute. I swear it's, I swear it's Silverstone, but I don't even know. Um, I've ne- we've never been to an F1. Oh, no, Fab has. I've never been to an F1 race. That's the goal for this season. Pit stop it goes to it, an F1 race. It doesn't really count me going, though, because I was quite young. I don't, re- I don't remember went, a lot mate. of it. I still wear it. I've got the badge. I have got an F1 hat. And an F1 t-shirt. I've got nothing. Which doesn't fit because oh, I'm you've got an F1 years old. t-shirt now. You've got a Mercedes top on and I've got a Red Bull top on. So I guess that brings us to a good point of saying like, who's your favourite driver? Driver? Schumacher. Okay. And Ferrari's my favourite team and I'm sat here in a Mercedes <laughs> t-shirt. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> That's well, what you're getting at. Well, you can imagine we bought these t-shirts towards the end of last season and it was like, well, let's get Mercedes and a Red Bull t-shirt because we're new fans. I'm not going to lie. I purely bought a white t-shirt so it made my tan pop. Nice. And I'm going to get so much hate from every F1 <laughs> fan because of that. I'm just yeah, going to think these guys are British. Like, Surely they should, should support McLaren. I don't know how it works. Because we're British, does that mean we should follow Hamilton because he's British? Or we should follow McLaren because Norris is British? Are you meant to, like, for example, football, you're English, you support England? Mm. I think it's quite a valid question for new F1 fans. Do you support who you love? I mean, I have loads of Haas merch. Fuck knows why. I just thought they were hilarious in Drive to Survive. And I actually quite like that blue jumper. And Gunther is a legend. Well, pretty much the whole of that, was it the second season, was about Haas? Yeah, mate. <laughs> because there was so much shit going on. <laughs> well, I need more money! <laughs> Sponsors dropping out left, right and centre. Please, one more chance! <laughs> oh, mate, class. And yeah, well, I got the Haas jumper. But I don't really know Hang on, I you didn't it. just get a Haas jumper. You bought like pretty much every single damn team on I the fucking, fucking store. I bought that fucking top, didn't I? But it's fucking women's. And you bought the, uh, the Aston Martin one. Yeah, I got an Aston Martin. I've bought loads of stuff now. And I've spent loads of money on little mini champs cars. Yeah. Like, Which are cool. You could probably show those at some point. They're pretty cool. Anyone Some are quite interested. rare. Yeah, you got Senna one in you. I've got loads, mate. I've got the whole Senna collection from like 1840. Definitely not 1841. 1841. 1841. Yeah. Where they were racing on bloody shit. horseback. <laughs> this is the new Ferrari horse, mate. It's a Shire horse. She's got great legs, a lovely tail. So your team Ferrari, you think Ferrari going to be big dogs in 2022, don't you? Yeah, I do. Purely because. I don't know. <laughs> no, I do what know. What is it about their car that you love? Well, it no, isn't you, out yet. You have to understand that I am like quarter Italian and my name is Fabio. And my my dad's side of the family is Italian, so I kind of have to support Ferrari. But also because the best driver in the world drove for Ferrari, which is Michael Schumacher. Nice. Mm. And I've just, always, like, I've just always wanted a Ferrari too. So. I'm kind of sat here like, do you reckon everyone else agrees that Schumacher was the best driver of all time? He's definitely the GOAT. He's definitely the GOAT. I, I, from being a kid, like he was the only name I knew, even though I didn't like racing. Mm. I can remember it being on and showing no interest. So bored of it. Honestly, that's the truth. I just thought it was too long. But I can remember the name Schumacher and clearly he's got enough records to be named as a GOAT and he's won the driver's title seven times. It's absolutely incredible. Um, but there's going to be a lot of people, new fans, younger people, that are probably Team Hamilton. And they're like, Hamilton's won the same, but probably got more records. Ham- oh, I don't know. To be fair. I, I don't know, but Hamilton does have a lot of records. No, but if, Schumacher if, also holds some incredible records. If Hamilton had won that last season, then he would have been on par or 
Well, no, they're seven seven, so he so would have been, been one better. Yeah. yeah, I spent spent so long building a Hamilton graphic to be for his eighth, and then it was Verstappen, yeah, and I'm there panicking like, oh, for God's sake! That's what makes this what we do so exciting, though. Well, I do, what do you think about that last race of the season? Two new F1 fans giving you their opinion on that last bit of the season. Okay, bear in mind we don't know the rules. I'm going to be completely honest with you. We don't know what should happen and what, but give your opinion on that last lap. I'm going to be dead straight and honest with you right now. And I might get hate for this, but I don't care. I thought it was like one of the best things that could have happened for the sport. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if people say that it was unfair, whatever. The whole reason that this whole thing is like blown up right now is because of the controversy around what happened. I love it. Yeah, I, I look at it in the same aspect as you, okay? I see it from Hamilton's point of view. You're one of the best drivers in the world and you're about to break the record of the Drivers' Championship and that happens to you. You're going to be fucking pissed off. Mm. So's Toto. Toto's a legend, by the way, and shout out Horner. Shout Absolute out Horner. Boys. Man want, like Christian. We want to get them to the bar at some point and do an episode with it. We're quite hopeful, considering we don't know fuck all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think if you're Hamilton or Toto or Mercedes, you're going to be gutted about it. But I do think Fab is right. It was the best thing that could have happened for the sport. The anticipation, the media, mm. everything around it. And it's just like, if it had ended on a safety car, the millions of new fans watching that final race would have been like, for God's sake, so, so true. same again. Whether Hamilton's it was one, a... oh, safety car, Max doesn't even have... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You have to think about it from that point of view. No matter who you support, you have to think about it from the point of view. Everyone supporting your sport, making your sport bigger, it's just better for the sport. I mean, it might put ticket prices up which sucks a little bit. I mean, we've been looking at going to our first F1 race together. It's quite expensive, but yeah, it is a weekend ticket. So, I mean, it's quite cool that it's a weekend thing. But yeah, if you're Hamilton, you're pissed off. If you're Total Wolf, you're pissed off. If you're Verstappen, you're laughing. It does seem weird how it was allowed to happen, maybe. There's, there's a bit like, how on earth did they manage to pass that every car is just going to drive off and Verstappen is going to sit in line. When we play it on F1 2022, you know as well as I do, that if you pass a safety car or don't or overtake someone on like the yellow that, flag, you just get penalty, disqualified baby. or something. Yeah. Straight away. I, we play F1 2022, by the way. I am shit. Fab's quite good. We've been absolutely smashing it, have we? Haven't we? You're well good at it. You're getting better. I just hit the wall every I, time. I don't want to blow smoke up your ass, but you're getting pretty good. Cheers, we're, we're playing on like 75% difficulty. They're laughing at us now. They're all in their wheels and that. Oh, yeah, no, we're, we're on a remote. We're still playing with a controller. Yeah. yeah. But we do. I've actually looked online. You can get a Red Bull like driving simulator. Yeah. It is a thousand pound. But Red Bull, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> we would really like it because I know this actually makes sense, right? Because we talk about having guests on. Yeah, well, and how how cool would it be yeah, if we got to the point where we're having drivers on and interviewing them, and then every time we have a new driver on after the potty, they can go in and do a lap in the simulator. Mate, that it, would be my dream. It'd be like Top Gear. 
Well, mate, 100%. The thing with this podcast is we're both passionate people. We've known each other since we were school. Since we were school. <laughs> Yo, line, we were school. Kicking since we were at school. We've jumped on this idea and we're so excited for this. Anything could happen with it. And we just want to talk to F1 fans. We just want to have a conversation with you all. And yeah, my summary of the last race of that season is it was the best thing that could have happened for the sport. I think going into the new season, everyone truly believes that anyone can win. Absolutely. Whether it was um, the best thing for Michael Massey's career or not, it is a different story. No, Michael, no. It's so no, wrong. Michael, no. It's so not right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is this even allowed? Are we even allowed to say this kind of stuff? I don't know. Oh, fuck <laughs> But no, yeah. It, I, I think we're just... I mean, me personally, I'm completely overwhelmed. Like I've had, I've always been music my whole life, and then now all of a sudden there's this like whole new thing which has just come in. Crazy, mate! It's You've crazy. Always, the whole time I've ever known you, all it's been is music, music. What are you working on? Music, music. Fab's in a band, awesome music, but it's always just been the same thing. I never even expected him to be on camera, let alone be in a, in a podcast. But then you could probably same say same thing. Five months ago, the last thing you'd expect me to do a podcast on would be Formula One when I own a football business. Yeah. Like, it's come from nowhere. <clears throat> but there's a beauty, like, we, when we said it already, there's a beauty in, in doing something which you're not, like, totally infatuated by because you. I think you see things from a different angle. I think if you're so into something, right? Like, because I see it with, with you, right? So I'm so, my head is so buried deep in music, right? That, like, I have do's and don'ts things that i do and won't do and the same with you you're so into football that there's like i think i ask you questions sometimes which maybe you haven't thought about before and you do the same thing with me like I'm, i have my ways of doing things in music but because your head's just not in the music you sometimes you say things to me like which are so completely outrageous and i'm like straight away i'm like nah that's stupid but then like when you think about it it's just a different perspective and everything's valid. So, like, I think the fact that we are coming into the F1 and don't know a lot about it, maybe we're going to ask questions which, like, someone wouldn't Definitely. have asked. And create I mean? conversations that a lot of other people would have bounced around. Or, for example, well, is that the perfect scenario is the end of last season. A lot of F1 fans who've been watching the sport for years might be mad pissed off about it. But we're happy about Gassed it. Gassed about it. Because yeah. it was unbelievable. Well, it gave us the reason to do this. Oh, yeah, 100%. I've got a question for you. Shoot. So as I started watching Formula One and because of his personality and because of the fact that every time I went on YouTube and searched his name, it came up with him doing like five minutes. Oh, did you know Valtteri Bottas has got the longest ever pit stop and it's like three days because they couldn't get his wheel off the car. That is hilarious. The only reason I know that is because we Googled it and made a graphic about it. But no, I wouldn't have known otherwise. <laughs> That's probably how I knew it. I didn't even know why I've just told you that. But yeah, I started really liking Valtteri Bottas. And, um, He's a sweetheart. In it, I think he should never have left Mercedes. Oh, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, Russell's going to be amazing. But we haven't, watched, we haven't watched long enough to know how good Russell is, to be honest. Like, I don't even know how good Russell is. I've just seen Valtteri Bottas qualifying pole, putting in amazing laps, being a great teammate. Like well, that's that's literally. And now what I'm it like, is, why right? is he gone, mate? That's literally what it is, teammate. Do you think? Do you think? And that might sound brutal, but I think a lot of people will agree with me. If you're a teammate to Lewis Hamilton, like 
what can you expect really yeah but you can't put two people I d- does it work putting two people actually competing for the title in the same team no and that's why I, I agree with you but do you not think then they're just putting another teammate in with Russell well yeah until Lewis do you Hamilton think they're doing it yeah because he's young and work his way <clears> up yeah I don't think he's like he's not like a dirty driver is he George Russell I don't know. <laughs> but um, no Bottas I think Bottas was like a very tactical driver kind of safe in a way but still like Quick as hell. I just so. think he'll get on at Romeo. Didn't even know he was going to Romeo. <laughs> Where did you think he was going? I thought he was just leaving. Nah, mate, he's going to Romeo. <laughs> Who's his teammate then? Zoe. Oh, <laughs> right. That's quite good because you've got someone like Bottas who can like hold his hand through the rookie season. Yeah. Whereas you've got like when you know when Haas had uh, had uh, Schumacher and Mazepin, they were both like rookie drivers, weren't they? I believe. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not but they're not rookies anymore right well no they've just raced for a season yeah so I don't know you're still a rookie until you like get a point or something because Mazepin didn't even get a Q1 for all season God, <laughs> poor guy we're going to get into that later on because we've made some predictions he's probably actually a sick driver you know do you reckon it's a car then? Because both of them have come out and there's been the quotes of them saying, like, we need to work better as a team and there's issues within the team. So what do you think it is at Haas? Because like we've always said, Schumacher, GOAT. It's the teammate. It's I the am team. probably only interested in Haas because it's Schumacher. And I know the name Schumacher. And I want to see Mick Schumacher in a Ferrari winning the World Championship. And the fact that he is now Ferrari's third, Ferrari's reserve driver, I think. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That makes me happy. As someone new coming into the sport, same as you, you just want to see him at Ferrari. It's such a touchy subject. It's not touchy, but like, it's a very deep subject because of everything that happened with his dad. And Mate, that. it's so gutting. Like, you got to, I, I, I don't want this podcast to drop into, you know, things like this, but I, I will yeah. say it's absolutely heartbreaking because you've got one of the greatest drivers of all time who isn't even able to speak to his son who is doing... He doesn't even exactly what he would have ever wanted him to do. I don't and think he, he even knows, does he? Imagine how much it. he would want to tell his dad about it. Imagine how powerful they would be if it's so sad to talk about a massive respect to Mick for getting in that yeah, look, car. It's actually giving me goosebumps, yeah, it's mate. It's crazy. The fact Mick's in that car and the fact Mick is battling and battling in the worst car on the grid. Mm. All I want is success for Mick. Like more than anything. I think he will be a good driver. I do think a lot of it is down to the team. I mean, how do you put a wheel on wrong talk twice <laughs> it wasn't it the same bloke too? it was the same race i swear and it was one car after the other i think it was it was the same retired. and it was the same bloke and i'm pretty sure he would have got the same. i think they were actually doing all right i think in that race one of them was like i could be so wrong here but i swear from the netflix <laughs> thing that one of the cars was like seven or something and they were actually doing like the best they'd done for ages and then he put the wheel on wrong Similar, uh, I, I could that could be completely fucking wrong there. Probably 19 for 20. <laughs> similar story to old Lando, our boy Lando, when he was, uh, I think there may have been a crash or something, but he was winning the race. Um, and then rain started to fall, and it, there was like two laps to what, go. Did they tell him to come in? They were like, Lando, you need to come in because <laughs> it's raining and you need wet weather tires on. And he was like, no, I'm not doing it because he was winning. And if he had have gone in, then he would have like lost the gap that he had. Yeah, maintained the gap, right? Yeah. So he was like, no, I'm staying out. Um, 
And then he slid out on like the last. I swear it was like the last call. Literally, us the last that game. That's what, that's what happens to us in that game. We're going to do like a <laughs> 17 odd lap race and then I'll take over and just crash into a wall right at the end or something. I haven't said that though. Lando's a legend. Lando is a legend. We love Lando. Oh, we love all the drivers. We're, we're just, we don't dislike anyone. We love everyone. Mm. We're trying to learn everything and we're just happy to be here. But that gives you a summary of a little bit of our F1 knowledge. But we want to end our first podcast by going through some of the questions you guys sent in. And they are questions every F1 fan should know the answer to. Now, neither of us had seen these. And we've decided that Fab's going to take the top of the replies on Instagram. And I'm going to take the bottom. So Fab's just loading them up now. Yes. And once we've done these, we'll give you our season predictions. We're going to have five each. And they'll run throughout the season. And we'll be scored on them. And all you guys will know what they are. They're not allowed to be easy things. They have to be funny shit. Wait, so am I going from the top of the bottom? You just go from wherever you want because I haven't seen them. Okay. And just give me like a couple of questions just so the people can realise what where our F1 knowledge is. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight in here with this one. This one was sent in by Carlos Hines. <laughs> one, two, <four. laughs> Carlos Hines has asked, which is the hardest track in F1? Monaco, I can't even get past the. Um... <laughs> you driven it, have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple of times. Oh, I'm going by the game. I'd say Monaco because it's hard to overtake. Yeah. Um, so it's all on grid position. Singapore is actually really tight as well. And also, is it Abu? No. What's the one where Max went into the wall and qualified? Is that Singapore? Uh, no, that was not like it was the first. It was like Qatar or something, wasn't that it? That track is so quick, but I can see how easy it is to smack that wall. Can you, you see? Can you see why it's not in the twenty twenty two calendar now as well? Is it not? It was a disaster because it was the same one that was it Latifi crashed, and that's what caused the. No. No, you're I'm so completely. Oh, I'm way off. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. You're so off. Delete that. You're so off, mate. <laughs> What about this smoking? <laughs> I thought I suck. <laughs> well, just after a, a quick Google, it is uh, evident that it looks like Spa is actually the hardest track. For what reason? I don't know. Um, but next question: How many titles does Hamilton have? Seven. Co correct. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, give me a few more. Let's that, do like five, that, six each. That was, e that was an easy one. Yeah, I know that because we made loads of graphics on it. It would have been eight, but the controversy continues. Oh, Fab looks confused. He's probably trying to figure out what his question is for himself. I can't even read. <laughs> we will say now our Instagram is at pitstop. So if you do want to send in questions, get involved for the next episode. Give us a follow. Make sure you're following this podcast. Give it a five-star review. Uh... If you don't want to give it a five-star review, that's fine. Just don't give it a review. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got one here. Um, what is DRS? When you're within exactly under a second of the car behind, that thing on the back of your car opens up and you get in the slipstream, so you go quicker. But if you're more than a second, you're in dirty air. So that's actually not now. good. But when you're within... Like under a second and it's dropping, dropping, dropping. And if you're directly behind, cars use it to pick up speed, swing round and get round. So, but you can only do it in DRS zones. You, you don't just get DRS all the time. All right. I think. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. DRS zones. Absolutely correct. Um, someone's asked a question here about grip, but I'm just going to go straight to tyres, right? 
Oh, you're, no, I knew you were going to ask me about tires. I ain't got a clue. Give me, give me, give me the names of the tires. What kind of tires are there? There's like three different tires, right? Uh, All right, let's start. Soft, off. medium, and hard. Yeah. All and right. they're like Yamaha or something. <laughs> nope. Pirelli, <laughs> Pirelli. Pharrell Williams, Pirelli. yeah. <laughs> Pirelli. Pirelli. Pirelli, isn't it? Pirelli. But you know what's well interesting? Pirelli. Pirelli. Oh, Pirelli. <laughs> Pirelli. <laughs> Do you know what's well interesting, though, that I didn't know about this? I didn't know about this till recently. Pirelli bring out different versions of soft, medium, and hard, depending on the track. So, like, if they're in Dubai... Well, so it varies. Yeah, yeah. So, if they're in Dubai, the compound, what the tyre is made up of, is different. I fucking hope you're right. I oh, know, I am... <laughs> But I think I'm right. The, the, whatever the tire is, like, so a soft tire over, like, that they use for, like, Silverstone in the UK will be a different soft to what they use in, like, Dubai because of the climate and the and the tarmac. Makes perfect sense. It does. Give me, give, give me one more so and then I'll quiz you. All right. Time for you to find out how smart Fab is giving you all these Ferrelli shirt updates. What is an undercut? Dum dum dum. Now, oh my God. See, a bit of me wants to say <laughs> it's just when you go up the inside, but it's not because that would just be called going up the inside, wouldn't it? No. I think an undercut, I know what an overcut is, I think. Isn't an undercut when you pit early to gain an advantage and an overcut is where you don't pit? So if you're undercutting someone, you're pitting early to gain the advantage of waiting before they pit. So you're like pitting a lap before or something like that. And an overcut would mean... Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I, have a clue. I think it's right. And I think an overcut means you like pit late. So like you let them go and you gain the advantage of an empty track or something or think your tyres are fine. I think that's wow. the difference. Mate, if that's correct, then fucking fair play to you, mate. Cause I, Let's just shake on it. I did not know that correct. at all. And if it's, if it's incorrect, then that is absolutely genius. Okay, I've got a bonus one for you. All right. And uh, this goes back to DRS. What does DRS actually stand for? <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't, I didn't know, but I've just guessed it in my head. And I think it's right. Uh, give me a clue. Um, reduction. Drivers. Drive. Drain. Face, mate. What is that face? <laughs> uh, DRS. Digital. Think about air. When air's hitting your reduction car. Reduction system. Yeah. So something reduction system. All right. Drag reduction system. Well, don't ask me a fucking question and tell me the answer, you dick. I'll give you enough time. Right, your turn. Go on. Um, who has the most F1 wins of all time? Hamilton. One of those, or I can't even say yes or no. Neither of us know. I mean, it's got to be Hamilton or Schumacher, ain't it? Yeah, I'd say I would say Hamilton. But here's one for you: Who is the youngest ever driver to win a Grand Prix? Max Verstappen. What? Who it's is it? Sebastian Vettel. Uh, Max Verstappen isn't even the youngest driver to ever win a World Championship. No, but he was the youngest driver to compete. Do you know what? Everything I've just said might have been wrong. I think Sebastian Vettel <laughs> might be the youngest ever world championship winner. I don't know. I, I don't know. But don't just, let's just skip that one. Okay. Um, right, Fab. Name every every driver on the grid for 2022. And really? I'm just going to sit back with Are my you wine. serious? And name every driver on the grid. Oh, man. You're a bastard. So what is there? 20? Yeah. So you've got, right, Verstappen, mm. Sergio. Yeah. 
you've got George Russell and Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. You've got Ricardo and Lando. Yeah. That's six. Yeah, How many more? 14 to go. Um, you've got Zoe and Thingy, which we just spoke about. Bottas. I love Thingy. Yeah. Bottas. Mick and... Mazepin. Mazepin. Ten. That's ten. Right, we're halfway. Okay, now it's getting... <laughs> now he's got to do all the ones he ain't got a clue about. Um... <laughs> I'm definitely missing out some big ones here. You've got Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon. Uh, Aston Martin, you've got the Canadian lad that no one likes. <laughs> What's his name? Why does no one like him? Is it because his dad like got loads of money? But surely they've all got loads of money. Well, yeah. I think his dad either bought out a team or he invested in a team. But the part of the deal was like, you have to let my son race. Oh, we're getting to that the other day. Yeah, Strom Vettel. Strom Vettel, thank you. What's that? Fourteen. Mm-hmm. So six left. I'm, yeah. be, I'm being really stupid. Yeah, Gasly. Oh yeah, Gasly is at AlphaTauri with with. Don't say nothing. And it's the first corner. He spins out. Oh, Sonoda. <laughs> <laughs> Sonoda. Have even done Verstappen. Yeah. So what? Is, um, how many's left? Four. Who haven't you done? Have you done Zoe? Uh, maybe that's all of them. I I don't know. No, it's I wasn't actually counting. Definitely not all of them, but. Shit. I don't know. Next question. Uh, yeah. The, the answer is Fab doesn't know the answer. I was, <laughs> I was trying to count how many you've done, but I, I, I completely missed how many you've done. Um, okay, let's find you a perfect question. Who has the most uh, Constructors' Championships? Mercedes. <laughs> He's meant to be a Ferrari fan. Oh no! <laughs> really? Is it really? Hey, I think for, I think Ferrari have got quite a lot more. Yeah, I think because think about how many winners they've had. I well, you literally built I the graphic, I made a graphic on it the on other it. day, and I swear <laughs> it says most constructors. Damn it, man! You are useless. Mate. I am useless. Sorry. Sorry All right, we'll us. give you one more. We'll give you one more. Who is the Iceman? <laughs> oh, Bottas, because he's from Iceland. No, he's from Finland. Iceman. Bottas definitely the Iceman. Because uh, he's f- from Finland, and it's quite snowy up there. No, something. To, oh no, something it, doesn't tell me it's Bottas. It's Raikkonen then. <laughs> yeah, it's Raikkonen. It's not fucking Bottas. <laughs> Where's Raikkonen from? <laughs> is he Icelandic? <laughs> no, Raikkonen is uh, Finnish, I think. Oh, cheers for doing that. Would you pull off my face? That's I'm sweating my way. Probably because I'm getting all these questions wrong. If Raikkonen isn't Finnish. Um, well, Raikkonen is finished. I know, I know. He, he, yeah, he is finished. Crashing I, out in your last race. Legend, by the way. Yeah, love Raikkonen. Raikkonen. Absolute legend. What a boy. My nan's favourite driver. Yep. That's really good to know. I know. I think, I think we should um, probably look at wrapping this up now. We might have just embarrassed ourselves within the last five minutes. So we're right. going to finish with... We do have one more section. One of our predictions. We are going to give you five predictions. One in like each episode between now and the end of, you know, before the start of the season. So we're going to give you one each time. The way this is going to work, we're going to have five each and they're going to run throughout the season. So Fab... What is your prediction that you're going to be scored on? Mm-hmm. What are you going to say first? This is quite a... I think this will be quite a controversial one. And they're not allowed to be obvious or boring. They have to be out there predictions. Okay. Okay. This is pretty out there. Oh, God. And I do have information to back it up. <laughs> I do. You ain't got shit. I, no, I do. I've done my research. I'm prepared. My prediction is Hash 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Hash, yeah. One of my faves. <laughs> hash brown sausage egg McMuffin. <laughs> All right, Hass, uh, Hass will finish in the points by the third. So by the third race, <laughs> including the third race, hundred percent. Mate, I can't ask the people to give us five star reviews if you're going to say stuff like that. I do think they will. Firstly, why have you said within three races? You have a whole season. You could have just said Haas get points in a whole season. Because I feel like Haas is one of those teams where they'll start Back off. Back it up. They'll, yeah, they'll start off good. I don't want to get too into it because I don't want to seem like I know it all. I do know a lot about F1. I know everything. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure like when these new cars come out at the start of a new season, they can start off really good and then they make developments as the season goes on. So like the best teams will... like, Well, every team will develop their car, right? But like, I feel like if Haas has any chance of doing well, it's going to be in the first couple of races. And then it may go downhill from okay, there. Okay, well, they had 22 races and didn't <laughs> score a point last season. So, good luck. My, my one is actually the same, but also very different. Mine is that Nikita Mazepin will go. not score a point this season. And if he does, I'll get a tattoo of Nikita Mazepin on me. Wow. A full-blown tattoo of Nikita Mazepin. I'm that certain Nikita Mazepin will not get points. You, and you're telling me they're going to get points you, in three races. You have just gone on air on our first episode and said that if Nikita Mazepin <laughs> gets a point, you are going to get a Nikita yeah, Mazepin tattoo. loads of shit tattoos. I don't care. Wow. I hope that I he scores a point. I actually hope he scores a point as well because, because I be want to go and get That would be the best content in history. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we go. That is the end of the first ever episode of Pit Stop Podcast. We will be back on Monday. There's going to be episodes every Monday and every Thursday. Indeed. And we've got some amazing plans for this podcast. We're not going to spill the beans just yet. But yeah, we've got lots of exciting stuff in store. Loads of guests lined up. Just some really cool shit. Yeah, that's pretty much the best way to say it. If you've enjoyed it, please do hit that follow button. Give it a rating down below. All our socials that we're posting on are at Pit Stop, so feel free to give us a message. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, recommend guests. Or... Be nice, though. Yeah, don't bother telling us we get stuff wrong. We know that. We're learning. Yeah. We're learning. But yeah, thank you very much for joining us. We hope you've loved the first ever episode, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Goodbye! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> see you guys later. <laughs>